the college experience, big 12 college basketball preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGENs only cash big, including a 50% deposit match on your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to get a 50% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome to the college experience, big 12 college basketball preview. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and we're picking big 12 college basketball. It's college basketball season. You know, who's going to be here. It's going to be Patty C and it's going to be this fellow here. All right. Give it up for Oh, the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, man? How are we doing this fine evening? Buddy, we are, well, I was doing better before Kent State just fumbled as they're about to score. Well, now Kent State was up the turnovers. Jeez, they're dude—they're like ten yards away from scoring, and this guy fumbles. Um, uh, but besides that, I'm doing fantastic. We are—I was just mentioning this off air. I think what after so tomorrow when you wake up, just think seven days from tomorrow morning, there'll be basketball, and starts for me out here on the west at six a.m. with. Pretty good game. St. Bonaventure and Towson. Towson was good in the CAA. St. Bonnie's, as we previewed the A10, Nick had him, I think, second, I think, in the A10. I think I had him third or fourth, perhaps. Um, right. But, One week away, man. It's coming. Dude, there's, let me just get this number right here. Next Wednesday, it's just a glorious day. I'm not doing anything. Anyone bothers me. I'm just going to have issues. <laughs> um, we are at, at the, at the moment, 94 games tipping off next Wednesday. I wonder when we'll see lines. Are are we thinking Monday we'll have uh, some lines out? I'm hoping that like some of the major games that are happening on Wednesday lines will be out. Perhaps uh, Baylor, Arizona state, big one on Wednesday. Um, You know, Wichita state, Utah state. They just fired Greg Marshall. Um, but uh, there's a bunch of other ones too. There's like Clemson, Mississippi State. There's uh, Villanova, Boston College, Liberty, Purdue, which should be interesting. Memphis, St. Mary's, 
uh, Texas A and M and West Virginia. Speaking of Big Twelve play, even a even some, there's a bunch. There's a bunch, man. Road Getting Island. excited, yeah. It's oh just, yeah, I like it. Get excited over here. It's just a it's a great slate. K State. Uh, speaking of Big Twelve, they tip off with Drake, who Drake had a solid season in the Missouri Valley last year. So uh, the, you know the Wildcats struggled last year. It'll be interesting to see how they do uh, against the Missouri Valley uh, opponent. So. Wednesday, buddy. And then on Thursday, Thanksgiving, obviously Kansas Gonzaga. So big 12 fans. There we go. Circle, now we're talking circle that one. Um, and uh, what? So West Virginia, a and M. So I guess I can bleed this into the big 12 podcast opening night, Texas, a and M West Virginia. Uh, great game. Drake at Kansas state. Where are the other big- watch out for Drake? We got a live dog here. I think so, man. I definitely think now you got Northwestern State at Texas Tech. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that's a live dog there. Um, no. But Northwestern State did win a game in the NCAA tournament. What, 15 years ago, maybe? Remember that uh, crazy guy like banked in a corner three? Who was that against? Were they? Uh, they must have been a, at least a 14 or 15. Yeah, they was beat, it. Who was a 15 beat? seed? Was it? I think it was a 15 14? seed. Who would they beat? Purdue, maybe. I feel like they, they beat and that, but Baylor, Arizona state, that's a big 12 matchup. Um, Hell yeah. Nice. Who was it that North? I got to just look this up before we really get rolling here. Who did Northwestern state beat in the tournament? I feel like maybe my, my guess is Purdue. What are you thinking? You know, for some reason, speaking of big 12, I was thinking of like Iowa state or something. Maybe, um, I don't know. Pull it up here. Cause it was, my, it was, who is this? Iowa. It was Iowa, not Iowa state, hey man, I was, Iowa. I was in, I was in the right state. You were in the right conference. <laughs> <laughs> we were pretty close. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, they're taking on Texas tech. Uh, as I mentioned, Baylor, Arizona state, another nice big 12 matchup. And, uh, what else? I think, I think that might, I mean, I guess there's probably more and I'm just missing probably some smaller games. Let me just scroll down here and just make sure. I think TCU gets what? I think Houston Baptist maybe. No, or hmm, yeah, Houston Baptist at TCU. That's another one. I don't know. Check the slate. It's a bunch of great games. It's going to be a wonderful day. It's going to be a wonderful season. I don't care. You know, people were already telling me. You know, Rick Pitino went out, went public, and said like, "Hey, we should push it back and have May Madness." And I disagree. I don't know how you feel about this, Nick. My thing is how do we know the, the virus isn't going to be worse then? You know, my, right. my, my thing is, look, it's going to be a crazy year. It's going to be like college football. I was telling, exactly. I was telling someone who was complaining about Cal and UCLA on Sunday morning. And I was like, well, at least the PAC 12 figured it out. You yeah. Know, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of conferences that are just like, Hey, that game's canceled. I I'm Wait. all on board with like, dude, it's a crazy year. Nothing has been normal about 2020. I don't care if they play at two in the morning. You know what I mean? And also, I mean, right now you don't have to put a definitive date for the NCAA tournament. So if anything, give yourself more time if there are cancellations and postponements. So start now. If games, games are, some games will be canceled. Some games will be postponed. That's okay. If need be, you push the end of the season back and you can have your April madness or your May madness, you know? Um, so yeah, I totally agree. Start now. I mean, we're, we're hungry. We're doing these previews. We want games next week. So uh, yeah, I think we start now and we, you know, live with uh, 
all of the stuff that we have to deal with this year. Yeah. And I'm sure there'll be a bunch of cancellations in some conferences. You'll probably see a team. You know, we saw BYU do it in football ad San Diego state and Boise state last second. Uh, shit. Someone added a team today. I forget who it was. Um, I think it was Arkansas state added a game today, but I expect that will what that will happen also because these some of these games will get canceled and you probably have some really good mid majors trying to scramble to grab, you know, right. uh, games to 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 strengthen their schedule some. But I did see the NCA did admit that uh, they said the sixty eight the field of sixty eight is all going to be held in Indianapolis this year. I heard they were pushing for that. Is that final? Is that, that, that uh, a done deal? That is final. I'm hoping that we get a little. Final Four in Hinkle Fieldhouse, where the home of Butler is, and also where they filmed the movie Hoosiers, and it's also, I believe, an actual where that game took place that Hoosiers is based on. So, well, I mean, it, I, I would imagine that it's going to be at the Colt Stadium, but you know, if you're not allowing fans, and I guess you don't necessarily need to have the big stadium in order to, you know, get all that all that ticket money, that admission money. So, that would be pretty cool if they had it in the smaller atmosphere. A uh, few miles, you know, what about twenty miles north from uh, the the uh, Colt Stadium? We know because we've made that walk. We've been to that stadium. It's a freaking uh, unbelievable atmosphere there. Great stadium. So yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, and we sat next to Thad Mata, who I I heard that uh, Wichita State might have their eyes on Thad Mata as their next head coach. As they obviously, uh, Greg Marshall went the uh, went the, he resigned or got fired or whatever, but. Uh, Pretty crazy time. Greg Marshall. Apparently, I can't now, believe I can't believe he punched Shaq Morris in the face. I was reading that. Ooh, thing. Okay, I was about to say I saw the headlines. I haven't dug deep into the story. I was about to ask you: Do you think the firing is legit, or do you think it's a sign of the times where players can't handle a coach who you know talks down to them or stuff like that? But it, hey, if he if he punched a, a player in the face, then. I got no problem. Well, and, and one of his assistant coaches, I think he choked. So like, uh, it, <laughs> I mean, I, I look as much as I love a good character. First off, I think he's very lucky. Shaq, Shaq Morris was not a small guy. If you punch him in the face yeah. and, and I can't believe he didn't retaliate. What a world we live in. Well, because <laughs> well, that's the whole like adult kid thing. If, you know, if, if that happened five years from now, when, when the player is in his mid twenties, late twenties, then he probably does yeah. respond, you know? So, I, Hey, I, if that's I, all true. Then I have no problem with him being gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my thing is like, you're going to go into a living room and tell someone's mom or dad that, you know, I have their best interests and then you're going to punch him in the face. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you're a father. If someone punches, uh, you know, your, your child yeah. in the face at any age, I think those are fighting yeah. words, right? So uh, of course, yeah. You know, that, that old school approach of Bobby Knight, man, that shit doesn't fly anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like a hard ass coach, but just maybe not one that punches. <laughs> maybe if you yeah, punch, if you punch the opponent in the face, you know, if you're, a, <laughs> if you're a player, I kind of think it's good for the game, but I'm saying <laughs> a fucking 50 year old guy punching a, a, a 19 year old or 20 in the uh, 20 year old in the face. Hey, I mean, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't send my kid to that coach. Yeah, definitely. So, all right, we're talking big 12 basketball here, buddy. Um, Kansas has won what? How many? I mean, do we even call it the big 12? Or we just call it Kansas's conference. Yeah, it's pretty much. I mean, yeah, I don't have the stats in front of me, but how many straight years? I mean, it's or had 
they may have they ever lost the Big Twelve regular season? I mean, the Big Twelve is not that old of a conference. Yeah, uh, uh, I I want to say it's been fourteen years. Okay, um, but I believe didn't it end last year with Baylor? I thought. Well, we I need. Thought, a, I where's th- our stack? Guy, <laughs> I, yeah, I should have looked into this prior, prior to this episode. Though I, my apologies on this because, um, oh, they were co- okay. Texas Tech and well, Kansas well, State were co-champions in 2018. I think Does that sound right. Okay. Yeah, I was I was about to say maybe a year or two ago that that might have been the case. Um. Last year, Kansas still won the regular yeah, season. Regular season, even though they split with Baylor. So Baylor, yeah. I think Baylor must have just choked that thing. No, away, the, right? it was the, it, it was the year before that. It was eighteen nineteen when Kansas State and Texas Tech won. So, so that's you know that's the Texas State the Texas Tech school that went to the final game, and I think Kansas State went to at least the Sweet Sixteen, if not the Elite Eight that year. Um, that was the year that they lost to Florida State on some, or no, they beat her. Wait, I don't remember. I think they did go deep though that year. Um, all right, well, let's kick things off. I'm assuming you're gonna stay with the Jayhawks. Uh, I, I think it's safe to say. Well, hold on. <laughs> Actually, that was. <laughs> I'm totally speaking out of my ass. That I was UC Irvine that, that, that beat him that year. That's right. Round round one, they lost to UCI Irvine, the Ant Eaters. <laughs> uh, dude, I, I've been there. What, that that might be the best mascot in all of college basketball. It's up there. That's classic, man. That's unique. That's for sure. <laughs> they have a huge, uh, like a huge uh, water tower with a huge ant eater on it at that university, right outside the stadium. It's pretty great. But um, <laughs> um, nice. okay, but I'm assuming you're gonna look. I, I'm gonna say this. I think Kansas is in danger of uh, of perhaps losing this year. I, they're still my play at number one, um, but I think you got to factor in that I think Baylor is going to be really good, and I think this Texas Tech team is flying under the radar. And then West Virginia, people say it's their best team that Huggins has had in a while. So uh, anyway, let's break it. Let's get to it. Who's your number one? Yeah. So that, yeah, there is a, a clear top four or five and I wanted to take Baylor first. I was very close to taking Baylor first when it came down to it. I said, what am I doing? Give me the Jayhawks. So yes, I do have Kansas at number one. You too, buddy. I do. I, I, I look, I wanted to go against it. I really did, but I'm like, and, and here's, and I, I mean, I don't feel as confident with them this year as years past, but I'm saying, cause they lose Not a lot. All. They Not lose a I lot, think- man. As a Buki Dotson Moss all gone. Obviously they recruit very well, but am I foolish? Cause I mean, how many fans are they going to have? Yeah, exactly. The home court advantage won't be as big. They lost their best perimeter player in Dotson, their best big man in Azubuki and a solid player in Isaiah Moss. And also you didn't mention, they also maybe a, a few weeks ago lost uh, Silvio de Souza. Oh yeah, that's right. Who I guess. Went, yeah. And that's, I mean, you know, he, he added a lot of depth up front. So 
they're going to, you know, they, they do return some nice pieces in a couple upperclassmen guards in uh, Marcus Garrett and Ochai Agbaji. So, so backcourt, you know, they're set. Um, David McCormick is a nice guy on the inside and they get Mitch Lightfoot coming back from a red shirt season. Great name. Other, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. He's got to be part of American Indian or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then they get uh, a Juco transfer in and you know, that might be the starting five right there. Um, also possibly that five-star uh, guard out of Tulsa, Bryce Thompson. He might crack that uh, starting five also. So overall, they have some nice players. I, th- I think they're still a top ten team in the in the nation. They're going to be more backcourt oriented this season. Uh, I am concerned about a lack of depth, but yeah, they might have been the best team last year. They probably would have entered the national tournament being the odds-on favorite to win the whole thing. I had um, I had Dayton as the team going into the tournament that I thought was the best team, but Kansas and Dayton played in the in the Maui Invitational, which was I think went to double overtime, and I think Kansas won by three, if memory serves me correct. Yeah, I know it was a close game. Yeah, I'm saying like as far as Vegas's odds, I think Kansas would have had the best, or you know, it would have been the favorite. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, Dayton was right there too, as well as were maybe you know two or three other schools. But uh, I, I think Kansas is going to take a little bit of a step back. They're not quite as good as the team from a year ago. But I'm just going with history. History is going to be on my side, and I think Kansas finds a way to uh, win the Big 12 again. Yeah, I mean, I almost didn't pick it. I'll put it like that. I, I think I have to pick it based on history, but I do think there's some teams that that look better to me uh, from from a roster standpoint. Now, as long as Kansas fights Kansas State like they did last year, I'll be happy with the Jayhawks season. You know, <laughs> wasn't I know that- you got into it on some other podcast a year ago. <laughs> wasn't that great for the sport? I think it's great for the sport. Um, yeah, man, nobody got rivalry. hurt. No big deal. Yeah. Come yeah. on, exactly. It's a rivalry. It gets chippy. I like it, but yeah, Marcus Garrett coming back. Uh, that's huge. Uh, and what projected four upperclassmen? That's got to be a good thing out of your starting five. Jayhawks get Gonzaga pretty much to open the season. Uh, you have a lean on that one? Uh, you know that's going to be a hell of a matchup because uh, you know both teams lost some key pieces, so both teams are not going to be their best self that early in the season. But uh, I might lean Gonzaga. Nice. I think I agree with you. Um, who's your number two? Cause look, I I'm telling you, I, I went safe with Kansas just off of history. I honestly think I was pretty darn close to having my number two team, uh, uh, ahead of them. So hit, hit me with your number two. Yeah. I, like I mentioned, you know, leading up to Kansas, I, w- I was very close to having Baylor first. I settled on Baylor being my second, uh, team to, to finish in the big 12, uh, do you also have Baylor or did you go WVU? I went Texas tech, my friend Texas I tech. went the tech. red Raiders. I think this is going to be a really close. Like I said, between West Virginia is the one that I'm really trusting the publications because they didn't look great to me last year. Um, right. But Texas tech getting some huge transfers in here in Joel Natambi, Marcus Santos Silva, who I watched a ton of at VCU. And then the huge one, is Matt McClung, which is now eligible. So they're starting five, all of them pretty much averages double digits. Uh, and then you add in uh, McCuller at on the, off the bench and uh, Namari Burnett. 
I think this team could be a real problem for everyone in the big 12. So I, I went Texas tech too, but I, like I said, I do think, and I think Texas tech is going to push Kansas to the brink. And I same with Baylor. I think all of those, and if West Virginia is what they say they are, that that would be the case too. But I went Texas tech too. I think all of this is going to be decided by a game or so. So, um, but I love the Santos Silva pickup. I like, obviously I think McClung was, was pretty darn good at Georgetown. So I like that pickup yeah. as well. So I went Baylor just because you know, I think Texas tech will, will be more talented. I think they will be more dangerous come March, but there's just so many new faces there. Uh, you know, they kind of had a disappointing team last year. You know, last year they also brought in a couple recruits and they had talent and it was just, they, they were very inconsistent and you could never tell which team was going to show up. Uh, and you know, that manifested itself towards the end of the year where they lost their last four regular season games. So uh, I think coach beard who, you know, is a good coach. I think he's you know happy to start a new year here. And he's okay with losing his top two leading scorers from a year ago with you know, in Ramsey and, and, and Moretti because he is bringing in so many people. I actually think but you can't just flip a switch, you know, but I actually think Moretti and, and I know he went to go play professionally in Europe and I know he was part of that national championship team. But to me, once they gave, they gave him more control because he was young uh, on that national championship team. They gave him a lot of the, uh, responsibilities last year, I thought, and I thought he was a kind of a liability. He was reckless with the ball in my opinion. So, uh, I mean, obviously sure. You'd like to have him on back on your team because he, he can score, but I also think might be a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Well, you know, what I was going to say is you can't just flip a switch and a team is going to play cohesive basketball from the start. I don't care about practice and stuff. You know, I mean, it takes time for a team to grow together, to gel, to mold into one unit. So I think that, that's why I think the regular season, I think Baylor is, is better suited for, whereas Texas tech may be better suited for the postseason Once they've had a chance, you know, once they've had a few months of playing together uh, and that's, that's if it all does come together. So uh, really high ceiling with Texas tech. Uh, come March, you know, watch out, pay attention to how they're playing because they could make a deep run. But as far as the big 12 regular season, yeah, I'm going Baylor two, Texas tech three. Oh, I, I, I mean, dude, I, like I said, I have these probably by a game difference, but uh, obviously you got to love Jared Butler's back. Uh, Teague is back. Vitals back. Um, and you only lose Gillespie. I mean, Gillespie was a good player though, but um. Yeah, Davion Mitchell's still there, so there's a lot to like if you're a Baylor uh, Bear fan because they bring they bring back everybody. Wonder about the depth. Wonder about the depth on the Bears. Uh, but I'm sure that uh, the Presbyterian transfer or Presbyterian Jesus, Adam Flagler. Uh, wonder if he can be a key contributor on that bench. Yeah, they're going to need him or the or the UNLV guy to play some meaningful minutes. Uh, but if you recall, like mid February last year, Baylor was twenty four and one, and they were looking like they might be the best team in the country. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a list of some of the teams they beat. They beat Villanova, Arizona, Butler, Texas Tech, Kansas, Florida, West Virginia. I mean. Yeah. They were looking freaking lights out. Well, last year, um, last down year, the stretch, they stumbled. Yeah. Last year was incredible. Last year was incredible. 
I think from a fan's point of view for college basketball, because I feel like every couple weeks you were like, they're winning. This team's going to win it all. You know, we went through the, uh, uh, I think early in the year, people were, oh, Michigan state's going to win it all. They, they look good. And then you switch over to, you know, I, I don't know if it was Villanova. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. I think people at, at one point were thinking Maryland maybe, and then Kansas and then Baylor and, and then San Diego state. And then, you know, Gonzaga and then right. Dayton. So uh, hopefully we get another year like that. But so you're taking the bears uh, out the gates against the sun devils. Well, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, once one more thing on Bailey here. So, you know, they, they are all five starters will be upperclassmen, three seniors, two of which are red shirt seniors, a red shirt junior and a regular junior. These guys are old experienced in a year that could be kind of crazy with COVID. I like that team cohesiveness. Uh, I don't trust them in the, in the postseason. You know, if you look at last five or six years, they have gone to the sweet 16 twice, which is as far as they've gone, but they've also lost in the first round a couple of times. If you remember the Yale game or the uh, Georgia state game. Yeah. So I'm not saying I trust this team come the national tournament, but I do trust them to have a nice regular season. That's why I have them second. Yeah. I got them at three, but I can't disagree with him having them at two. I mean, even if you put them at one, I could understand the logic there. Um, all Close. right. Uh, so at four, I'm assuming we have the same team. No, wait, where do you have Texas? Yeah, Tech? Think, where do you have Texas tech? Third, third. Okay. Yeah. So I just have Baylor and Texas tech flip flopped. Yeah. I'm assuming we have the Mountaineers from West Virginia at four. I'm just buying into the hype here. I mean, look, this is a team that I was not really impressed with a season ago at maybe a game or two, but uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess I'm just going to buy into the hype because I do think there is a bit of a drop off in this conference after, after these, I mean, I don't know. Shaka smart at Texas. It's a big year for him. Could he get Texas to, to be oh, better dude. than West Virginia? Sure. Yeah. I think the drop off is after West Virginia and Texas. If you look at last year, WVU and Texas, both were 99 in the conference tied for third WVU WVU was 21 and 10 overall. Texas was 19 and 12 overall. Not a whole lot of separation. And actually they have pretty similar teams because they have a lot of experience this year. So yeah, you could argue Texas over WVU. Uh, I think, I think most people are going to have these two schools at four and five in some order. Um, So yeah. So West Virginia, they bring almost everybody back. They lose only one starter in, uh, in Jermaine Haley and one reserve. And uh, it's all about those forwards, man, with Oscar Tashibui. I'm probably butchering that. And, uh, and Derek Culver. Throw in Miles McBride, and you got a pretty nice, you know, nucleus of a team there. Um, much like most of Bob Huggins' team, these guys are unheralded. Most of, uh, you know, across the country, you probably don't know any of these guys, but they're hard nosed, they're tough. Junkyard and, dogs. Uh, that's right, man. And everybody hates that road trip to Morgantown. I don't care if uh, there's not going to be as many fans there or not. It's still a pain in the ass road trip for these schools. And well, it's also a pain in the ass with with how tough the the team plays, you know, full court press, just uh, physical You're going to get fouled. It's it's no walk in the park. You better be, you know, better suit up and expect uh, a tough game when you, uh, when you go into Morgantown there. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, I think there is a ceiling for West Virginia just because they are a little bit, you know, talent efficient. Uh, but I'm going to favor teams with continuity here and West Virginia definitely has some continuity. 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Jordan McCabe does runs the point for Bob Huggins. Uh, kind of inexperienced, so be interesting to see how that that works out with them. But uh, yeah, uh, I got WVU four, and I do have the Texas Longhorns at number five, buddy. Longhorns, uh, Shaka Smart. See, Texas is still they're so wealthy that I don't even know. We just saw Will Muschamp get fired by South Carolina. So is this a make or break year with or without COVID? Who knows? But he's bringing in a money freshman in uh, in Greg Brown, who's going to start instantly, at least from our projections. And uh, when you look at this roster, I mean, dude, actually, if you look at this roster, I actually think it's better than West Virginia's. It's really, I trust Huggins more than Smart in this conference. Yeah, you know, right? Um, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, first off, Texas doesn't lose anybody. They're oh. bringing everybody back, and they add in that 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 five star freshman you mentioned. Uh, I like the senior point guard in Matt Coleman. He was once a Duke recruiting target. So I followed him a little bit when he was, you know, coming into the collegiate game. And I like the big man, Jericho Sims on the inside. You know, if that freshman can come in and be a superstar, you know, this, this team could be pretty damn good here. I expect, uh, I expect uh, to, an improvement over their conference record from a year ago. They'll be above 500 in, in the league and they should, uh, they should be dancing. I think, I think five teams, from the big 12 make the tournament uh, at least five anyway. And yeah, you know, I, I think we just named those five. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. I'll, I'll back you on that as well. I, I think those are the five. Uh, well, we know Oklahoma state can't make it, I think. So uh, yeah, I mean, Shaka smart. I mean, I'm intrigued to see how this year, I mean, you remember, I think they started out the gate. Was it last year or two years ago when they lost to Radford in Austin? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they were, yes. they were losing to some bad programs there, but, um, or, I mean, that's not a diss against Radford. Radford's actually a decent basketball program, but, um, I'm just saying when you spend that much money on Shaka smart, you should beat Radford. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So at number six, actually, hold on, before I get to number six, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by my Get some skin in the game with my bookie where odds boost lightning deals and free bets await all season long. And with Turkey day right around the corner, there really is no better time to feast on some, uh, some college basketball, some NFL, some college football action. Whether you're a first time customer or have been playing with my bookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a uh, boast a uh, fully fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table slot card games you'd expect to find at your uncle's house. All right, and the best part is, at my bookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play. Sign up today at my bookie, where you can. And well, actually, if you're gonna sign up which you should, you got to use this promo code SGP to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars. Terms are simple. You put in 200, they'll match you with another hundred in your account. If you're already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at my bookie. So come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it only at my bookie.ag. Uh, it was, I'm watching this matching game. I know that the big 12 fans probably don't care, but we are on fire on our locks in Maction right now. We're 10 and 0 as a collective. And if you're a first time listener, 
we handicap every single division one college basketball game. So that means if you're a fan of any of these big 12 teams, we cover you in college basketball and college football. We handicap every single division one game in college basketball and college football. Anyway, it looks like we're going to go move to 11 and 0 on Buffalo. I mean, there's still time, but it's looking like it. Um, little, little worried about Kent state though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, a lot of worried about Kent state. <laughs> I would agree. I would continue. Yeah. Uh, at number six, Does, do we share the same team again? I I think you just mentioned, mentioned them, the Cowboys from no, Oklahoma state. No, you know, I think when they, they're not allowed to make the tournament, right? Uh, they have the yeah. top recruit in the nation coming in. And I, I wonder why they're not allowed to make the tournament. Did they learn <laughs> their lesson? <laughs> uh, How's this guy top recruit? How's he going to Stillwater? To defend them, though, I mean, didn't LSU do the same exact thing or Arizona? You know what I mean? Like, I I don't understand why one gets penalized by the the other ones. They it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I'll put it like that. All right, but yes, Cade Cunningham well, is who Oklahoma State probably is. They're an easier target, probably. It's yeah. a whole uh, Cleveland State, you know, Jerry Tarkanian thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which makes him uh, you, as time went on, you know, I remember growing up when Tarkanian, you know, was saying those things and he, he was really looked upon as like kind of a, you know, he was the villain in a way. And I think as time has yeah. gone on, even though he's long, long been dead, I think everyone is coming to their senses being like, you know what? He was actually kind of from kind of was, was hit it on the nail. Um, but yes, uh, I actually have, I'm taking the Sooners just cause I think if you can't get into the tournament, I think it's hard from a psychological point of view to, to, to coach a team and say, Hey, we're going to do it this year, guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you might be onto something and you know, Oklahoma has got a pretty nice team, but you know, they do lose, uh, their best player in Christian Doolittle, their, their, uh, leading scorer from a year ago. So I'm a little worried about replacing him. Um, but they got a couple transfers coming in, you know, some guys from smaller schools. So we'll see how well they, you know, you know, get playing the, in the, the bigger big 12 conference. And, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm saying like, we don't know anything really about Mike Boynton jr. As, as a coach. I mean, he's been there a few years, but it's not like he's just completely wowed us. Um, one thing I do know is I think Lon Kruger is a good coach and I think he'll find a way to get the Sooners into a position where they'll be on the bubble. Uh, maybe they get in, maybe they don't, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, I get it. Cade Cunningham, top recruit in the nation. You got the Cal Baptist transfer coming in for OK state for on flavors, junior and uh, uh Lick or whatever at the point spot. Uh, there's reason to be optimistic. They don't have much depth though. I worry about no, their, their, their big not. men. I worry about the depth. Um, so I'm going to go out and say that the, uh, that the, that the Sooners are going to top. Well, and I'll also tell the big 12 fans this, I got the Sooners beaten, uh, covering that seven point spread against, uh, the Cowboys in Bedlam this weekend. But, um, uh, look, I, you look at Oklahoma. Yeah, sure. You, you, the enemy transfers out Doolittle's gone, but Austin Reeves had a solid season last year. You got manic at, at the four spot, 14 points a game. And uh, you got a couple transfers that really could work out. Uh, you know, a guy from Cal state Northridge who averaged 11, a guy from North Texas Gibson who averaged 15, just shy of 15. So I, I I'm, I'm going to bet on Kruger to figure this thing out. Um, but, but go ahead. Talk about your Cowboys. 
you know what? I, you know, I originally had Oklahoma State first, but uh, you've swayed me. I'm going to take the Sooners first. They're the more experienced team. They're going to start four seniors, and I do trust the coaching more. Uh, I expect this Oklahoma State team to be the same team they are every year, you know, and and that's that's dangerous but inconsistent, you know. They always have some players there. They always got some athletes. They always have some talent, but they just can't be trusted, you know, game in, game out. Uh, especially on their home court, they're likely to pull an upset or two, but they're also likely to drop some games against some of the the bottom, you know, half of this league where they probably shouldn't. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you swayed me. I'm going to go Oklahoma six, Oklahoma state seven. I think Oklahoma, while they also have a ceiling, cause I think also they're not all that talented. I think, uh, on a consistent basis, Oklahoma is going to bring it more so than Oklahoma state. And it, it wouldn't shock you one bit. I'm asking here if Oklahoma made the NCAA tournament, would it? No, of course not. I think, um, I think the, Big 12 is looks like, it looks like a lock to get at least five, uh, and if 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 they if they are going to get a sixth, it probably would come from the Sooners since Oklahoma State can't make it. And I know Cade Cunningham is the the top recruit. Sometimes that doesn't always work out, especially if a team is struggling. Sometimes uh, those Anthony guys. Anthony Edwards you know, in Georgia. Yeah, or you could even uh, argue Cole Anthony at UNC. You know, um, sometimes they're out to get theirs more so than play team basketball. And maybe they're more concerned about draft stock and, you know, NBA scouts in the stands rather than winning the game. So that doesn't always work in their favor. Cause I, I'm pretty sure the guy's a lock to be one and done. So yeah, man, you've, you've changed my mind. Oklahoma first, Oklahoma state second between those 20 way. Um, okay. Uh, we're in agreement. All right. Well, before I get to number eight, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by thrive fantasy. Uh, come prop up on thrive fantasy this season. Thrive fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props with thrive. You can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. If it's NFL, you choose 10 of the available 20 player pops to uh, player props. I'm sorry to build your lineup. If it's PGA MLB or esports, choose five out of the available 10 player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under on based on how likely it is to hit, hit the most props, rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over $50,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly and has been awarded or, and has awarded over $1.6 million in cash prizes. Use the promo code SGP. When you sign up today and you'll receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit with a four times rollover, download thrive fantasy on the app store or Google play store or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Don't you forget that promo code SGP. Okay. Um, I'm interested to see who you have at the eight spot because I'll be honest, man. I think the eight spot, I worry about the depth of my. Yeah. But I, I, it, wouldn't, I would it wouldn't shock me if they, if they, if they make a little bit of noise this year. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure who you're going to go with. And cause right now I think the last three schools could, you know, it's tough to pick one over the other. I went Iowa state. Interesting. How about you? I went TCU. Uh, but like, I agree that these, in my opinion, the final three schools could end up better than Oklahoma state and Oklahoma. In my opinion, one of them definitely has a, I, I mean, I would say each, you could build a case for each one. 
but I went TCU and I think uh, let's go through your Iowa state first though. All right. Let, let's, let's, let's talk about the cyclones because uh, yeah. So they struggled last year after Tyrese Halliburton went down, you know, they finished the conference side in 13, 12 and 20th overall ninth in the big 12, not a very good year. They were expecting bigger things, but when you lose your star player, things, you know, can have, a, you know, this things can snowball and, and, and go from bad to worse. So uh, Hal Burton's gone. He's going to be a, a lottery pick here tomorrow night or, you know, Wednesday night, whenever you're listening to this um, as, as is two other starters. So there's a lot of roster turnover here and a lot of transfers coming in. It's hard to know what to expect from these guys. And like I was saying with Texas tech, you know, sometimes it, it takes a while for these guys to come together as a team, but on talent alone, I think they have more than TCU. Uh, I think they have more than Kansas state. So this far down in the league, I'm going to say talent eventually wins out. And, um, you know, I would say, you know, watch out for the transfer uh, from Memphis, Tyler Harris. They got a guy from DePaul coming in who averaged double, uh, double digits, Jalen Coleman lands. And also a guy from uh, Ole Miss, if he's granted eligibility, Blake, Blake Hinson, who averaged double digits and a guy from Troy who averaged double digits. So a lot of new faces here. I think they have a little bit more talent than those other schools, uh, you know, in the bottom uh, end of the league here. So that's why I went with the cyclones. Well, I had uh, Iowa state at nine, so I didn't have them in the cellar, okay. the complete cellar. Um, but at, uh, I like, I like all those points you make. I think that, that's what I'm saying. You analyze the roster and you, at like, I, why, why couldn't they be better than Oklahoma or uh, Oklahoma state? I think it's certainly possible in the realm of possibilities that, if, so if I'm going to say this, if you're a, uh, a TCU, Iowa state or Kansas state fan, I think there is room for you to still make the tournament. Like, like you have a chance this year. This isn't a conference where you look at one team. You're like, man, they're not going to win any games. I think all three of them, if could surprise, I think that they're, they're I would not rule any of them out of this thing. Cause I, especially the way that Texas has let you down the past couple of years, you know, like why would, why would you be of the opinion that, so, you know, so that, Oh, your season uh, next year, next year. No, I think this year, if the, right. I think any, it's anyone's game here to, to come up and push for that four and five and, and six spot. So, um, I, right. I, I, I went TCU yeah. and my logic behind TCU was Jamie Dixon. He's yet to have his magical run at TCU. He came really close to making the tournament. Uh, did he, I think he even made the tournament once. Did he make the tournament once? But I think they did. Yeah. I think they did a couple years ago. Yeah. But they came really close. I think a couple years ago they were looking, or maybe was it two years ago? Um, but now you have, you have some returning talent. I worry about the depth, but I would say getting that Chattanooga transfer, Kevin easily at the power forward spot, 14 and a half a game, uh, seven boards. That guy's big. And you mix him with uh, their, their big man, Kevin Samuel, who averaged 10 a game and, and eight boards. And then RJ uh, Nebhard, uh, 12 points a game at the two guard spot. I think this team can play. Uh, I worry about the depth, but Charles O'Bannon jr. Transfer, obviously his dad, Charles O'Bannon senior from UCLA, perhaps Jamie Dixon can, can really uh, can work his magic this year. Cause one thing we know about TCU, they're going to be good defensively. Yeah. I'm not as big on TCU. I'm not as big on Jamie Dixon. Um, I, I think they were expecting more. I think 
they assumed that was a home run hire, bringing Jamie Dixon back to his alma mater. And, and they've had solid teams, but I don't think he's produced exactly like they thought. So uh, last year, this team just really struggled to score. They were 119th in Ken Palm adjusted offense, 318th in adjusted tempo. So they were trying to be like the UVA of the Southwest, I guess. Um, they were, it was almost painful to watch at times because they just really struggled to score the ball. And unfortunately they lose their best player and leading scorer from a year ago in Desmond Bain, who averaged uh, 16 points a game. So uh, I don't know, man, I think uh, they're going to be relying on these transfers to step in and be very good players right away. But I expect a long year in Fort Worth. I think uh, they're going to take a little bit of a dip from a year ago. Um, just due to the lack of being able to put the ball in the hoop. You had him at 10. Uh, I had TCU at uh, nine. Actually. Okay, so we're only one off here. I have Iowa state at, at, at nine. You have TCU at nine. So, right. Okay. At which, which means we had the same team at 10, right? And, and, but this, isn't this the classic story of like, we write off Kansas state who we just talked about and they'll end up making the tournament with, when you look at this roster, you're like, okay, they're going to be bad this year. But I feel like that is your classic Kansas State team when you look and say, uh, they're, they're not going to be very good, and they end up being good. This isn't the year, I don't, I really don't think. You know, I think when Carter Diara transferred to Virginia Tech, any hopes of this season being, you know, a solid year gone up, you know, they went out the window. But, you know, don't, don't feel too bad, uh, Wildcat fans, because I do like the future here. Um, Bill, uh, not Bill self. Uh, what's his name? The coach, um, uh, Bruce, Bruce, Weber. Bruce Sorry. Weber. Yeah. Yeah. So Bruce Weber, um, brought, he's bringing in a seven man recruiting class, uh, a four star guy and six, three stars. So this team is going to start four underclassmen. They're going to be super young, super inexperienced. They're going to you know, learn a lot this year. Watch out for next year. Really watch out for two years from now. Cause I don't think these guys are good enough to go pro, but they're good enough to be talented players for several years. So I think this is going to be a long year for K state, but uh, you know, bear with the program here for a down year. Cause I think they are going to come back up. Yeah, I'd agree with you. And uh, I still think if you're a K state fan, there's room for optimism for this year. So um, before we get out of here, though, I want to tell you that the college experience Big 12 previews brought to you by Ace Per Head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how? Well, guess what? Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top notch customer support going 24 7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. All right. Um, NC Nick, gun to your head. Does a Big 12 team play in the Final Four? I'll say yes. I'll say um, between Baylor, Kansas, and Texas Tech, one of those three schools will be in Indianapolis, I guess is where it's going to be. So I'll say, yes, I'll say they get one team in. I got you. Uh, you're going to get any bolder than that national championship. <laughs> I'm not going that far, man. Final four. That's it. Uh, I think I agree with you. I got them in the final four. Who knows what can happen once you get that far. Um, right. All right. Well, if you're, like I said, if you're a first time listener, 
we handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. We preview it all on the college experience. Subscribe. We have it all available on all platforms. Uh, so check it out and uh, tell a friend. All right. We've been over 500 picking every game each season. And we have our locks listed as well over at sports gambling podcast.com. So make sure you uh, tune into those. And yeah, if you're really, we don't sell our picks. We won't sell our picks. We don't believe in that shit. And uh, all we ask is, uh, is that, you know, you get over to iTunes and give us a five-star review because that's how we get paid guys. Essentially sponsors look at the, uh, you know, they look at the comments. They want to see us, you know, our fans engaged into this podcast. And oftentimes if they see that people are, they say, Hey, let's, let's give these idiots some money. And then we give you more episodes and it's a beautiful formula. All right. So please, if you can, out of the kindness of your heart, get over there to iTunes, give us a five-star review. And if you do take a screenshot with your phone, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter. And I'm I'm going to enter you in a raffle to get a free college experience shirt, but I'll put it like this. This isn't your typical bullshit raffle here at work. All right. This is, I'm going to really get you a t-shirt. You might not win it this week, but you will have a t-shirt from the college experience at some point might take a couple weeks, but we'll figure it out. Um, that's how much we appreciate you. <laughs> all right. It's cold out there in the world. Wear a fucking shirt. All right. Uh, uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Like I said, NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Check out his DFS articles. By the way, we play DFS college football. Come join us, play against us. Um, he, and check out sports podcast.com. He writes a lot of great articles and that's soon going to be DFS basketball by the way. So get ready for that. Um, but yes, NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, give all of them a follow. We are part of the sports gambling podcast. They're on Twitter at the SGP network. All right. And this is the college experience. Big 12 college basketball preview. You better start thinking about yours. And we are.